Hey everybody, this is Nick with We Are The Body Radio Podcast, and today I have Still Waiting. Hey guys, how you doing? Hey! Good. Doing well. Awesome. So uh, go ahead, introduce yourselves to everybody, and let's talk music. Cool. Let's do it. I'm Garrett. I lead sing for the band. I'm Royce. I'm Garrett's brother. I play you drums and sing. Yeah, <laughs> I play drums and sing backup. I'm Sarah. I'm married to Royce, uh, and I play guitar. My name is Nate. I play guitar as well, and sometimes I do yelling type things. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That's awesome. Well, all right. So you guys were recently in the studio working on a project do you want to go ahead and talk about that a little bit what's what it's called who you worked on it with and yes uh, so you got a yeah. disciple shirt on so i'm sure you yeah, yeah. <laughs> i got a disciple hoodie too so also <laughs> yeah so we were in the studio with josiah prince at the ranch in nashville or whatever the it's actually small Suburb nashville. i don't remember now what it was called it's Nashville. But anyway, Nashville, we'll call it. <laughs> and uh, we worked on a song called Cheap Shot, which uh, introduced a little more of a heavy screaming vocal element than what we're typically used to. But um, yeah, it was a song that I kind of, it kind of came to me just out of some life experience. And it was kind of something that had been rolling around for a while. And I was just like, I kind of put it together. I actually put the music together for it quite a while before I actually put the song concept together. It was just something that I kind of was rolling around. And then I finally got a good, a concept that I felt like fit it really well. Nice. And uh, so we put it together. For anyone that didn't put the two and two together, uh, Josiah Prince is the guitar player from Disciple. So <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah 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 that's pretty it's actually cool. funny because he uh he and royce are like twins twins <laughs> um and so we've done a couple of shows with disciple and people will like come up to him and be like like disciples playing and they're like how are you here and you're there and like what i'm not gonna yeah. lie when i was doing the the promo uh, picture from this i thought the same thing <laughs> Same yeah, it's happened time. a few times. I've been I've been stopped at music festivals where they're playing and actually had staff from festivals that's had many encounters with them over the years and uh, had them come up to me and they're like, hey, well, how come you guys aren't playing on this stage this year? I'm like, uh, I'm not who you think I am. <laughs> it's the beard. Yeah. 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 I guess we make a lot of the same stage faces too. I don't uh, know. Yeah. Yeah. Watching him on stage and having grown up with Royce being my brother, it's almost creepy how alike they are like their facial expressions mm -hmm. and just their mannerisms sometimes it's it's almost like i'm watching royce playing with disciple it's so funny that's awesome Except josiah is about a foot taller yeah, yeah. i was gonna say he is a if you don't want to be fooled carry a tape measure because <laughs> <laughs> royce is quite a bit shorter than josiah <laughs> but so yeah what's the what's the story behind cheap shop yeah so i'm not uh, i'm gonna try not to jump on a soapbox here too much because <laughs> uh, i could really get carried away with this one but uh it's really about um it's it's about a personal experience and uh it's really evident i think in our culture today if you watch online and this isn't we're not talking about like physical cheap shots here we're like talking about I mean, the song could be about either, but uh, for me, for me personally, the experience that there's one particular experience I kind of pulled from it um, to write the song, but I've had kind of several experiences over the course of time that kind of feed into it. And uh, if you watch online, like it just seems like there are a lot of people sitting at their computers, just, you know, typing out cheap shots at people, like just 
you know, laying into people that they will probably never say these things to face to face. And it just be really frustrating to watch. But I mean, even, I mean, even people in their, in their, you know, face to face relationships, sometimes people could just really be mean. They can take your insecurities and use them against you. And it's just, it really, it's a cheap shot to do that kind of thing. And I don't want to put it out there like it's like it's an experience that I've only had on one side of that fence, because looking back, I can see where I've had experiences on the other side of that yeah. fence where, you know, in a moment of weakness and, or maybe I'm just mad or jealous about something, I've taken cheap shots at people. And uh, so that's really what the song is born of is just the idea that, you know, <laughs> We walk around in our fall in this kind of, you know, either taking cheap shots at people or people taking cheap shots at us. And what the central message of the song is really supposed to be comes in the bridge. And no matter what kind of cheap shots come at you from someone having a bad day and just saying something rotten to you or just, you know, dealing with some things in themselves that just make them feel rotten. And so they lash out at you. Um, the idea being that the things that they say to you or the things that they do to you don't define who you are. You know, no matter how much they hurt you, who we are is defined in uh, who Jesus is and what he did for us and how much he showed our value uh, when he came and died for us. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's really what the song is is born of. I was just reading in uh, in Second Samuel chapter 7, 11 in the message translation it says i'm going to give you peace from all your enemies and and when we're trying to avoid our making those cheap shots or even trying to deflect those cheap shots we can kind of keep that in mind that god is wanting to give us peace from these situations anyways i didn't take theology for too long but i know that everything no matter what it is it could be an atheist's way of living. Something from that is going to glorify God. That's a really cool message that you guys have on there. Yeah. Does anybody have anything to add to that? I mean, I kind of, actually, I, I took and I just wrote this, like I spilled all this stuff down when we wrote the song, but I struggled to like put it in a real good format. And actually Sarah was the one that kind of read through it and just started kind of putting some things together. And then I kind of went back through and revised it and gave it kind of the flow close to the flow that it has now and uh but i think it's something we could all relate to yeah i mean definitely i think we probably all if we're being honest have been on both sides of that definitely. fence before yeah. yeah we we see it a lot um sarah and i are are heavily uh involved in youth ministry and um when uh when we're not playing music during the school year i'm in the schools as a substitute teacher and just you know watching the things that go on this is a really relatable song especially for this generation with you know everybody's throwing cheap shots because most of them aren't a face-to-face -face thing and you can talk a big game when you're not standing in front of somebody and you know, a lot of those words really cut. And, uh, you know, this is it's a song that a lot of kids can just identify with. And uh, for a long time, that's been kind of our our mode in songwriting is, is writing experiences that that people can identify with so that we can share some common ground and then share what hope we have in Jesus to to get through and overcome those kind of circumstances. That's really awesome. Are you guys writing any more music? Yeah. Yeah, actually, I think, uh, have, we, have we said much about it yet? What? Let's go. Okay. No, Should we make this our, like... Well, we when we went to record with <laughs> Josiah, um, we recorded two songs. So we have another one that is kind of ready to be released into the world, but we just don't know, like, when is the best time to do that? 
we had a plan. We had a plan to go back and record more, um, but <laughs> hashtag quarantine life is kind of making that difficult. So um, yeah, our plans were kind of thrown off a little bit. So we don't know when um, when the next songs will come out. But yeah, more more. our uh, our next song that we recorded with Josiah is not 100% finished. So it's not like we could just drop it tomorrow. Yeah, well, it's yeah. true. Yeah, it's pretty well in the final rounds of revision. But yeah, it's yeah. it's close. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's cool. And then when all this is cleared up, you guys are planning on hitting the road? Well, I mean, as much as we can, really. It's it's hard to say what the world's going to look like when, you know, things get kind of opened back up. It's been pretty rough on a lot of yeah. places. One of the festivals that we look forward to playing every year, Creation Festival, they canceled this year. So, I mean, that's one of our big summer events that we won't be doing. So. Yeah. Throughout the last couple of weeks, heard you know, the, uh, the history of what was happening with the creation festival. So I think they were postponing it for a while. So did they just cancel it? I think their website says postponed until the next year. Uh, yeah, yeah. I believe that's how they worded it. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. When you guys go out and you do your shows, what's the, what's the message that still waiting is portraying to its audience trying to think of what a good central i mean it, it really is central around hope but that almost sounds cliche to say that because i feel like every christian band says that even non-christian bands but um it's hard to nail it down to one thing but like for me personally i guess when i'm when i'm standing on the stage and when i'm looking out at the faces like what i'm really looking for is the ones that feel like they blew it or feel like like god would love them how they are and just trying to convey a message to them that their hope is not lost and that there are second chances and third chances and fourth chances and that it's, it's never too late as long as you're still breathing. Nice. Um, that's, you know, I guess that to me is centrally kind of what we're about. Like we want to find the, we're not really out there to try to appease the church people. I mean, we love the church people, but we want to find the lost and we want to, we want them to know that they're loved and that there's hope. That's yeah, awesome. the song we usually end with is called Love Stands. And to me, the message of love is, I mean, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite memory on stage? Are you going individually? Man, I'll have yeah. to think about this. This is a hard one. Anyone got uh, one? I'll, I'll go first if you want. <laughs> yeah. Falling off the stage in creation. Yeah. <laughs> so we're we're playing our closing song, and I'm just, I'm playing bass at that time and I was just kind of going nuts. I was standing like on a monitor and my leg slipped off and half my body was hanging off the stage, but I kept playing so that we could (laughs) front of the stage, like yeah, Yeah, like between the barrier that keeps all the the people away from the stage. Yeah, there was there was a stack of subwoofers and there was just a crack between the subs and the stage and he just fell right through it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, mine is similar. I uh, we were playing at a summer event. Um, we were playing a rock show, and there's always this this one song where I used to like jump off the stage and just run through the crowd playing playing my guitar. Um, and so I was doing that, and then went to jump back on the stage. Well, apparently I didn't get all the way up on the stage, and so my foot caught the stage, and I just like like right onto my guitar right on the stage <laughs> as i was trying to jump back onto it so that was 
Those that are painful was a memories. Time, but, uh, yeah, we're, yeah, I don't, do we have any good memories? <laughs> yeah, lots of good ones. It's just, it's kind of hard. To, I think we're picking the ones that stand out to yeah. us the most. I'm, I'm going to keep asking funny. this on my show. That way I can get all these funny memories. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I think one of mine was uh, actually before we played, it was during a sound check. We were at a church uh, that uh, our friend brought us into uh, up in Rochester, New York. And uh, we were, we rolled our subs in and kind of linked systems with them and we were sound checking along. And I just took one good hit with my bass drum and my floor tom, which is a cannon. And I mean, it shook the building and a clock fell off the back wall behind the sound booth. Like just come crashing right down. It was awesome. So take your wall decor down before you book these guys. Yeah. 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 Man, I'm trying to think of what. Yeah. I think one of my other ones is um, we played at, there's a festival um, just a couple towns over called Ignite Festival. Um, and it's in Meadville, PA, which is actually the town that Red, the band Red is from. Oh, okay. um, and so they were, yeah. yeah, so they were headlining that year and we got to play um, at that festival and Royce got to like soundtrack, soundcheck drums for them. Because their drummer wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a good, yeah. that was that's a pretty good, cool. Yeah. I felt pretty important. <laughs> did anybody get hurt? Uh, <laughs> no. I feel like we'd remember. I don't. I don't think anyone did. Yay. Maybe that's why. Good day. They're, they're, yeah. 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 I think if I have, I mean, Come on, Garrett. <laughs> I don't know. I can. Re- there's. This is probably gonna sound dumb. I don't know, but I can remember having kind of a almost a nervous, but at the same time excited feeling the first time that we played with Disciple. Seeing those guys out in the crowd listening, like they. They came out into the room and heard our set, and it just meant a ton to me that, I mean, every time I see bands do that, like I've seen Skillet come over, I've seen John Cooper come over and watch Disciple, and that kind of stuff, just, I don't know, the camaraderie of Christian bands, like getting together on things and supporting each other just is a feeling that I can't explain. It's unlike anything else, and so kind of that was one of those moments for me was just, you know, that those guys came out of their green room and actually, you know, watched us play, and it meant a lot to me. Yeah. Yeah, especially since we grew up listening to them. And- yeah, <laughs> that's that's one true thing about um, Christian bands is that you will always catch them out in the audience watching the other bands. Uh, we were going yeah. to a Disciple show in 2016, my dad and I, and I was telling him on the way there, I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna meet them, I'm gonna find them and meet them. And he's like, No, you're not. No, you're not. They're gonna be sitting on their bus hiding. I'm like, No, they're not. Sure enough. Kevin was watching, I think it was Decipher Down or Spoken, one of the two. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah. yeah, and then yeah. Josiah was just walking around. Yeah, that was another thing. I mean, when we played with them, I think it was this, well, the first year we played with them in Jamestown, uh, Andrew Stanton, who was formerly their guitar player, uh, he actually stuck around and helped us push some of our equipment out, which was wow. super cool. And then uh, this past year, my wife and I, uh, Disciple had stayed overnight at the venue. It was actually a church in Jamestown. And my wife and I had also stayed over. And we went and had coffee the next morning with Joey West, their drummer, wow, in the funny. coffee shop. He actually invited us to come sit with him. And I was just like, the kindness of that just blows me away because you kind of sometimes get this idea that they're like, they're going to go escape into their bus and just not want to see anyone. Yeah. I realized that, you know, everyone wants to see them and sometimes you just kind of need to put some space between you and other people but i know it meant a lot to me personally yeah social distancing yeah <laughs> it's now a thing <laughs> yeah. 
it's got a it's got a name now. I never heard the term social distancing before. No, yeah. no, but we were, no. We were watching Contagion the other night, and they actually say it in the movie Contagion, which came out like ten years ago. So, yeah, huh. yeah. So it's been a thing, I guess. I never knew. Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> but we're gonna start doing like concerts. There's gonna be plexiglass between the band and the audience. Oh, <laughs> oh I would hate that for. <laughs> like a, oh like a drum shield. Yeah, like a big drum shield <laughs> around everybody. Everyone will have a shield. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Guitarist shield. Either that or just, or every concert will just be live stream. Yeah. yeah. That would be so sad. That would be. It's so hard for the musicians. Yeah. It just takes yeah. away all the feel. Yep. Yeah, there's something special about being in the room with people. Yeah. 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 So where can people buy your music? Do you guys have a website? Yeah, it's waitingrock.com. And uh, yeah, most social media platforms, it's just at stillwaitingrock or facebook.com slash stillwaitingrock. And yeah, we're on Apple Music and Spotify and Pandora and all those good Basically places. All your major Amazon, ones, yeah. Google Play. Do you guys yeah. mind if I, if I play a clip at the end of the episode of... Cheap shot? Absolutely. Yeah, do it. All right, cool. We're looking forward to hearing the new music coming out. I'm sure that's going to be just as great as Cheap Shot. And mm-hmm. you know what? I'm really hoping that this quarantine thing lifts up. You guys can get on the road and come down to Florida. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah awesome. In person. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Awesome, guys. Well, thank you so much for coming on here and talking with me. It means a lot. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you for, for rocking and going out and telling the world about jesus that means a lot too yeah yeah thanks so much for having us yes. and thank you for what you do spread yeah. about you. good music yeah people need to know there's good music yes, out there do. that <laughs> they can listen to that will bring hope and still um can rock so yes yeah. they do. appreciate you all right guys thank you so much yeah all thanks right. nick thanks bye hey guys thanks for listening to we are the body radio and hanging out with Still Waiting and I. If you couldn't hear the website, uh, it's stillwaitingrock.com. And right now, I'm going to play this clip of Cheap Shot. Cheap Shot.